Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 27th of September. The National Investigation Agency today conducted the second round of raids against members of the Popular Front of India and detained over 100 of them. The NIA conducted similar raids across the country last week and arrested dozens of PFI members over allegations of terror funding, among others. Today, raids were conducted in at least eight states, Times of India reported. At least 25 PFI activists were arrested from Assam, four were arrested from Maharashtra, 30 activists were detained from Delhi, and 10 have been detained in Gujarat. In Karnataka, at least 75 workers were taken into preventative custody. In Delhi, among those detained is Shaheen Kausar, who was a prominent face of the Shaheen Bagh protest in 2019 against the Narendra Modi government's contentious new citizenship law. Listeners, following the first round of raids on PFI's workers, members of the organization held protests against the arrests in Pune. On Saturday last week, Times Now reported that at one protest, PFI workers shouted Pakistan Zindabad slogans. The claim was repeated by ANI, Republic, Nai Dunia and Lokmat. However, Pune police have said that the claim was false. Several police officials who watched the videos of the protest told News Laundry that PFI members were shouting Zindabad, Zindabad, Popular Front, Zindabad. There was no mention of Pakistan. But our news channels spun their own tales. To know more about this, you can read my colleague Prateek Goyal's fact-check on newslaundry.com. It is titled... Did PFI protesters shout Pakistan Zindabad slogans in Pune? Police say no. We're able to bring you such fact checks, reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. The Delhi High Court today directed the Aam Admi Party to take down any defamatory posts against Delhi Lieutenant Governor Vinay Kumar Saxena from social media. Several AAP leaders had accused Saxena of corruption in an alleged Khadi scam. Justice Amit Bansal also asked AAP MLAs Sanjay Singh, Atishi and Saurabh Bhardwaj to take down social media posts which allegedly defame the Delhi LG, Bar and Bench reported. Advocates Mahesh Jait Malani and Maninder Singh, appearing for Saxena, argued that the defendants had not shown anything to substantiate their allegations. Singh said that the AAP leader's tweets and press conferences have been widely reported. He said they say Vinay Kumar Saxena was involved in a scam of 1,400 crore rupees, adding that they may not take any names, but they know they are referring to VK Saxena. Several AAP leaders have claimed that there was a 1,400 crore rupees scam in the Khadi and Village Industries Commission when Saxena headed it. The allegations came after Saxena alleged irregularities in the AAP government's new excise policy after which there was a CBI raid on Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia in August. Punjab Chief Minister Bhagwant Maan tabled a confidence motion in the State Assembly today. Maan and the State Governor, Banwari Lal Purohit, have been engaged in a war of words over holding a session of the State Assembly. Following the back and forth, Purohit had given his nod to convene the House today. However, 
after Mann revealed that he was tabling a confidence motion, the opposition criticized the AAP. The AAP government had earlier said that the session would be used to discuss the stubble burning issue. The state's leader of opposition, Pratap Singh Bajwa, opposed the trust vote, saying that the call for the vote was challenging the powers of the governor. Two BJP MLAs, Ashwani Sharma and Jangi Lal Mahajan, walked out of the house. Amid chaos, the speaker had asked the marshals to take all 15 Congress MLAs out of the house for disrupting the house. Hindustan Times reported. The Supreme Court live-streamed a hearing of the Constitution bench for the first time today. On Monday, Chief Justice of India, UU Lalit, had said the Supreme Court would have its own platform to live-stream hearings. The bench led by Justice D.Y. Chandrachud was hearing a bunch of petitions by Shiv Sena's two rival factions. In August, the Supreme Court had referred the battle between Eknath Shinde and Uddhav Thakre on who the real Shiv Sena was to a constitutional bench. The Supreme Court had framed eight questions related to defection, merger and disqualification to be decided by the constitutional bench. An ex-employee of the Uttarakhand resort owned by the son of BJP leader Vinod Arya has come out and said that prostitution and drug abuse were common at the property. The BJP leader's son, Pulkit Arya, is the main accused in the murder case of 19-year-old Ankita Bhandari, who used to be the receptionist at the resort. The resort management would provide illicit liquor, cannabis and other drugs and even girls to the guests, said the employee. Furthermore, the employee said, Pulkit used to misbehave and verbally abuse the female staff of the resort. The police have arrested Pulkit and two other men in connection with the case. It is alleged that Ankita was killed after she refused to engage in prostitution. Ankita reportedly went missing on 18 September and was subsequently found dead. A preliminary post-mortem report indicated that she had died due to drowning. However, it also suggested blunt force trauma to her body. Japan honoured its former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe in a state funeral today. Abe was assassinated in July at a campaign rally. More than 4,300 guests reportedly attended the service at the Nippon Budokan Arena in Tokyo. This included foreign dignitaries such as US Vice President Kamala Harris, Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. The former Prime Minister's ashes were carried into the venue and a video tribute was played by the government. Prime Minister Fumio Kishida delivered an address commemorating Abe's life and work. There was also a 19-gun salute to honour Abe. Despite the presence of around 10,000 people at the event, the ceremony was subject to opposition from the public in light of the $11.5 million spent on the funeral to be borne by the state at a time of economic problems among the citizens. Abe's state funeral is the first such event which has been held in the country since 1967. Parts of Tokyo witnessed protests from citizens who were chanting no state funeral. Former US intelligence contractor Edward Snowden has been granted Russian citizenship. The decree was signed by Russian President Vladimir Putin on Monday. Snowden was granted asylum in Russia after he fled the US after leaking secret files pertaining to surveillance operations carried out by the latter in 2013. He faces espionage charges in the US. The leak had revealed the vast domestic and international surveillance carried out by the U.S. National Security Agency. Prior to the leak, U.S. intelligence officials had denied that the NSA knowingly collected data from private phone records. Snowden's name appeared in a decree by Putin conferring citizenship to 72 foreign nationals. 
neither the Kremlin nor Snowden have commented on the matter. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.